another episode of Beyond the Silver Lining podcast. This is your host, Wendy Rosenthal, empowerment coach for women and spiritual guide, who is here helping women break free from the anxiety and overwhelm from the ups and downs of life so that you can see the silver lining in disguise and finally live the life that you deserve. I am so happy that you guys are here because today I'm having a super special friend. She's also a coach. She is from Peru. We actually met online in a business group that we both belong to a few years ago, but we actually got to meet in person when I went to Peru uh, some time ago. And it was such a lovely experience. She's so nice. She's very in tune with what she does. And uh, at that time, it was somewhat new in a sense that about what is it, you know, being a body coach? What does that really mean? So I, w- I was very intrigued and interested to learn more. And she um, and she has also a lot of experience in theater. So that's another thing that was very inspiring and very nice to hear because I have heard that some coaches use some body movement in their, in their sessions with their clients. And that part of us connecting with our body that is so important is really feeling those emotions, feeling the feelings and being able to transmute that into our body movement. And so she'll be here explaining a little bit more about that. So who is Jimena? She is a body love coach. That's, that's how you will know her online and pretty much everywhere else. And she has spent the last 15 years raising awareness and the importance of putting your body first as a part of a healing process. She works also with yoga and meditation and dance and ontological coaching from a bodily approach. And Jimena will share her story and how she started in her journey from a difficult event that happened to her when she was a child and adolescent. So just let me pause for a second as this might be a trigger for some people. So she will share her story when she was sexually molested. So if this is something that is um, troublesome or is triggering anybody here, please um Maybe reach out to somebody who you feel safe with. Maybe uh, be at your own discretion in listening to this. It's, it's not going to be too graphic, but at the same time, um, I just want it to be a safe space for you guys if you continue to listen to the podcast. So from these experiences, she developed a harmful relationship with her body and she will share that with us. And um, But then you will also see that she allowed herself to heal from it by putting her body first and integrating all the tools that she's been learning along the way. And now she's able to actually teach those tools to other women who either are going through the same or are having some sort of past blocks, some sort of healing that needs to happen in their body so that they can actually break free and able to connect back again with who they are. So I'm so happy that she's here, that you can learn a little bit more about her, her experience, and let's welcome Jimena. Thank you, Wendy. I am so happy to be here. Also, we are Peruvians, <laughs> and we met online. We don't meet, like we don't met in Peru, but we connect through like social media. I think a Facebook group, right? I think so. I forget how. Maybe um, something about oh, you're Peruvian. Me too. Oh, where are you? And I, I think you were. It was uh, I think a business page so already there was that connection of having your own business and then growing it learning about it and so that was also another thing that not just being Peruvian (laughs) because 
<laughs> but that that one thing that I feel that it really got us and just with all so many other people who are learning at the same time got us together. Yes, and um, this connection that we have because um like you and me, like are we like we are like learning this process and how we're going to do online with what is happening right now with a lot of coaches that are like transitioning for online and has been like a learning for me, I think, and also for you. Yeah. Um, but yes, I uh, love to be here Thank and you. share with people. Yes, thank you. And share with us, that was like probably my very first question i think when i got to meet you and also when i see your content in social media you do a lot of body work and not just you are i mean you're a yoga instructor and you do a lot of movement but when i see for example yoga instructors online they do the poses they say do this flex you know bend or whatever which is very interesting cuz i personally don't think um that flexible but what you do I notice is it is a little different in a sense you do a lot of movement but also like very flowy very almost like dancing and 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 moving or maybe like asking your body for permission I guess um and um and tell us I mean you are the body love coach so I think just by the name it has to do with a lot of love connecting to love right Yes, and the thing is, like, for example, I, I found yoga after, like, my own process. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, I have, like, found different, like, um, disciplines in my own journey, in my personal journey. So in the process, um, after my personal journey, I started, like, building my business. Because what helped, uh, what helped me, it can help uh, other women. Mm -hmm. So I first connect to coaching through a body approach. So it's like the energy that we have uh, in our body, maybe water energy or maybe fire energy, earth. So um, we like embody what we need or maybe what is here. So from that, we heal. And from there, for example, I have like explored um, in my own healing this kind of energy and also like embody what I need. Um, maybe confidence, no? That maybe mm. we are like um, in in the body, for example, we are like standing in a way that we are not um, feeling worthy, and yeah. also came for our posture. But maybe if I open my chest, I look at you. It's different the energy that I am feeling, and maybe from here I feel like more powerful. Mm -hmm. So from there, we um, I have been like combining with energy, with movement, with dance. And then when I found yoga, that was for me, huh? <laughs> because I remember that I, that I asked a coach that, um, that I met from US and I told her, what can I do for stability? I feel that I am super resolutive, resolutive and I am super fire, I do this and then, but I feel that I need like something that gives me like calm, stability, like uh, new habits. And she told me, um, start with meditation and yoga. So oh. when I found yoga and meditation, um, I felt that for me was uh, super helpful. Brings me like a lot of calm, another like, another rhythm because I was like super like hurry, hustling, no? But yoga was like, oh my God. And I felt that I like, I felt pleasure in this type of rhythm. So then, um, then I, I, when, I, when I was with my clients, 
sometimes I feel my intuitive and I said, let's do this posture, no? Mm -hmm. But I wasn't in that time, for example, a, a yoga teacher, no? But then I, I start like to add more postures to my, um, to my work. And then when I do like the, my yoga teacher training, no? And I have been doing yoga, I think six years. So then I said, oh, this is really connected to the work that I am doing. Because from, the, from yoga, we open our chest, we connect to our body. And that's also like the body love, no? The, mm -hmm. That is like my approach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so very interesting because I see, sometimes I do yoga at the gym when we were allowed to go to the gym. <laughs> and, um, and like I said, I personally, my body has gone through some trauma, like physical trauma. I had surgeries when I was a baby. So I know that my body didn't um, heal in a way that was promoting more movement and flexibility. And now as being older, I can feel it more. So when obviously when we do yoga or any kind of exercise, we are always reminded to be very mindful of how our body is moving and not push it so much because you might actually get hurt. So when I do that, I, I, uh, I guess without knowing, I just really send so much love and I just say, oh my gosh, thank you so much because at least, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm allowed to move and, and do the postures for yoga, right? But it really makes me, and look, and I'm not an expert like you, but in a sense, it makes me really love myself even more just to realize that I am not like everybody else here. I'm not... Um, and I'm not really, I'm, I'm, I don't want to lie to myself saying, oh, yes, I can, which I mean, I can in my own way, you know, mm -hmm. but I also have to respect how far I can go. And so it is so interesting because even for someone who's not an expert at any level, but I always say I'm an expert in my own healing and with my mm -hmm. own body. So I always say, thank you so much. And let me just love you up for this one hour session or whatever. And it really makes me um, very kind to my body. And that's why sometimes in the things that I share is everything about connecting to that mm -hmm. vessel that a lot of us just don't pay a lot of attention. Yes, because it's like, and sometimes, of course, there are like a lot of yoga instructors that are, okay, Shaturanga, sun salutation, blah, blah. No, that I, I start, for example, with Ashtanga yoga that is like really uh, rigorous, no? Mm -hmm. um, and of, of course that I love at the first, uh, at the beginning, no? But then when I have been like exploring more yoga, uh, I found like Kripalu yoga that also have like the approach of self-care, of taking aware of, okay, um, for example, you said that you have trauma in your body, that a lot of people, we have trauma, we, we have like something, the events, the story that we have lived, it's in our body. Mm -hmm. So it's like really important, like, okay, I can, I can connect with my body and I can feel, okay, I can um, start to create compassion with me. What I really, sometimes, for example, that I practice yoga, for example, every morning, and sometimes I wake up and I am like, okay, I want like a lot of movement and, but then sometimes I, I like um, this weekend, for example, that I felt that I needed like more um, like a gentle movement. So I put like some music and I was like flowing and that was my body needs. So I think that as you said, 
we have uh, our bodies super wise and you are like the expert in your body. Yeah. So because no one can know what do you need. For example, uh, if you have any pain, if you have like uh, something, it's really important that you can connect. And from there, you start like to listen to your body in a different way. Yeah. And that also help you in the relationship with yourself. Yeah, it is very important. And for me, especially, it came, um, as probably you know, my story came a little different because it, it came to really have to heal myself from a diagnosis, you know, hearing that, oh, you have cancer. And so for me, it was learning about my um my health, my food, you know, and my body. And so then it really makes you become more compassionate because it's really understanding, oh, okay, either in the past you've gone through trauma or right now you're dealing with this and with age or whatever that's coming to you, your body is just really trying to do her best, you know, to keep you here. And sometimes we just forget to, to really listen. And for me, it came to really understanding and listening to those signs. You know, what is this pain? What does that mean? Without, obviously I have my days, but not freaking out of like, oh my gosh, what does that, does it mean that I'm sick? Does it mean that I have to go to the doctor and like get, you know, treatment? But really it's more about, okay, this is a, this is really a conversation and that's how I want to take it. And that's why I feel, and that's why I said too, even though you do your, your coaching and what you do a little different, more body focused, and maybe it's, there's more into it. And, you know, for me, I do more of the mental stuff, but then I also do the body connection because to me, that's really what, what led me to where I am right now, connecting to its needs, what she wants, how she wants to be fed and, and taken care of. And on top of that also, what I used to have, which is the body shaming, you know, like, oh, we always hear you have to be pretty when you look this way. And as women, since we are little girls, sometimes we just grew up with that kind of thinking there's something wrong with us. So that was also another layer that um, it allowed me. And I can see that in your work, you know, that we just have to wake up and we, it's okay. It's, we can do all that mental work. And that's something that I, I remember what you said and what you do, you do first the body work, the body healing, right. and then connect it to the mental, which I, I get it now because a lot of us as coaches, we work through the belief systems, but I know I've seen some that they divide it up so much and separate it. Like there's just a mental work and you have to heal your trauma, your fears and all. And some of these people don't focus and, um, the effects in the body as, as well. So it's almost like the Western medicine. They just focus on one mm -hmm. thing and they don't look at everything as a whole. So yeah, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. For example, um, talking about that, um, yeah, when we are, for example, ontological coaching, no? that was like the one of the first things that I studied. So it was like, okay, we're going to focus on your beliefs and you need to change your belief. And that is also part, and that is super important, of course. But for me, in my experience and in all my journey, it's like I have discovered that we can't change our mindset. Like it, it's not like so simple. We first need to con con connect to, to our our story, our sadness, our going there. I know that it's not like easy. I know that it's uncomfortable, but 
if we want, for example, if I have like a body shaming or something um, that it, most, I think that most of the women have like uh, difficult, difficulties in their relationship with their body. So it's really important to, okay, I need to connect with my body. And from there it's like, um, if I have the belief that beauty and of society have told me, and <laughs> since we are like little girls and we saw like the publicity, the media and everyone is telling us, okay, you need to be like this, no? So it's really important, okay, I need to heal what I have been like repeating to me. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I can, if I can release that and I can uh, really heal, and, and from there, okay, now I see that there is like that belief that I had been uh, repeating to myself like 15 years or 20 years. So, and then from there, I can uh, change my mindset. But without that healing, that deeply healing in your body and through your emotions, for me, mm, it's difficult that that works because we are not like a machine, no? Mm-hmm. We have like different levels of, uh, of connections. So we need like to heal that. And, and for me from the body is because uh, sometimes we have like um, unconscious, unconscious events that we have also in our body. So from there, from the connection with the body, with the movement, with the release, then, um, then I, can, I can also remember, for example, one time, um, I was like in theater and I was exploring and um, we were like uh, improvising and moving, you know, and, and I did like a movement and I opened my legs and I felt the connection to a miscarriage that I had like a lot of years ago. And I felt like in that moment, my, I was like crying, but it was the movement. The movement in my body remind me that um, difficult um, event. So from that, because of that, I said that from the body, from the movement, uh, we like connect with some type of energy that um, led us to heal. Wow, that is so powerful because as you were saying, even before you just mentioned that experience, uh, my question was, and how I am visualizing is, the healing part of it, whether it's trauma, anything that maybe that needs to be, quote unquote, needs to be healed through the body is really feeling, um, I don't know what happened after that, but in my mind, it made me think, are we healing through our body as in embodying that emotion? Basically, if I'm angry, like, am I, obviously what you do is you're coaching people to go through this, but would it be like me having movement that, that represent anger? And so in that sense, am I releasing that anger? Or if I am, you know, like feeling um, uh, abandoned or, you know, like, I don't know, whatever, sad or being um, in a lot of pain, would it be me physically having to put my body into that situation so that it feels I guess we'll feel it again, but then consciously know that you're releasing rather than repeating that event or relieving. Is that how it really works? Yeah, it, it can work differently. And um, for example, maybe in a session, someone uh, start to move in, no? Mm-hmm. And that movement uh, connects with, with fear or maybe connects with anger. So mm-hmm. then we talk and say, what is happening right now? 
and she tell me um, when I move like this, I feel like anger. Oh. There is a there is a technique that is called like um, meta, a body metaphor. Mm -hmm. So we wanted that to work in the metaphor. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm saying, okay, we are going to talk about that. So maybe what is the event? What is like the, the metaphor for you? And she said, maybe I felt that I am like a fireball. Mm -hmm. That is like the thing. So we are going to focus in the fireball. Mm -hmm. So, and then, for example, we start to connect with, okay, I am the fireball, how I am feeling with the fire fireball. And then she explores it, and then it's healing because it's going there, no? It's like the uncomfortable, maybe, the shadows, no? And she connects with that and appears some emotions. And then we said, okay, what do you want to happen with that fireball? And she said, I want that it release and maybe water and maybe something happen. So then we, we stay in the metaphor and we contain exploring. So that fireball, uh, maybe it's uh, transformed to water. No? Mm. And she does that process in the body, no? in the movement. And then she does like that process. And then we talk because everything is also connected to the mind, no? Okay, yeah. what are the dots? What do you feel? What do you explore? How you can connect that with what happened to you and more or less. And that is maybe one time, no? The other moment it can be like that she's like, we are like doing like some postures and something happened there. And then we can talk about that. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the same way each time, but it's also like going to the body to explore there. And because every time that we go to the body, something happens. No? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. And I feel like it's, especially nowadays that there's so many emotions going on right now and certainly fear, anger, despair. And, um, and for us being at home in the time being, if some of you guys are watching or listening to this later on, right now we are in the moments where we are at home and we're not able to go out and do our things. But it feels like when moments like this is what we probably, we should really consider getting more in tune with that, the emotions and, and with the body. And because like you said, in your, your um, experience, sometimes you don't know but maybe something happening around and that we makes us move in a certain way or do a certain something will remind us back. It will be kind of like a trigger to bring us back to a certain, certain point in our lives that maybe we haven't completely healed or that we just kind of forgot because um, life is fast now happening so fast. And so for our friends here who are listening and maybe they do not know your story, I know a little bit of it, but maybe you can share more about your story and what really led you to who you are right now, where you are here, because in a sense, it was really a part of who you really became and all this amazing work that you're doing with body movement and body love and how you're teaching other women to do the same. Yes, for example, something that it's like, um, because sometimes I feel that there, like, there were like two Jimenas, no? Jimena, the first Jimena and the second Jimena. Maybe there are like a lot more but um, something that was like super um, difficult for me is was when I was like a, a little girl and I was um, attacked 
no? Mm. When I was seven years old. Oh, you were. And there were like, there were like um, two or three events that was like similar to that, no? Mm. When I was seven, that was like the, the most difficult, not the most difficult, that in that moment, because I was super little, um, and I was like playing, no, in the park with my friends, no, and that a, a man came and and attacked me, touched me, and well, and that I like I in that moment I took this um, what happened and I never talked it, <laughs> and it was seven now, but I never talked with my parents, with my sister, my brother, never, no. So no one um, knew. No, never. For like 15 years after, I really I just, yes. Then, and other two events that happened to me like that, um, also someone that tried to rape me when I was 17, wow. that was like, in that moment, I, I, I tried to defend myself in a way that I could, um, but that really... Um, I, I, I focus on those events because what happened to me with that, for me, like a little girl or a teenager, um, the world was super aggressive, no? Mm -hmm. So what was the relationship with my body? I ate so I can hide, no? So people yeah, is going to be like really far from me and no one is going to do anything for me. So that was also like the relationship that I had with food. And the relationship that I had with body, because also those events for me was really uh, living with shame. Yeah. So um, when, for example, when a lot of years later, um, I was like doing coaching another process, and and there was also a difficult uh, event that was happening, and I started like to talk with a psychologist, and I said maybe I don't know if this is uh, affecting me and I open like the box and she was like oh my god no you were like carrying that for like 20 so years or 15 years like and I said oh my god but also I reflect in that uh, as you were saying what happened to you of course that that like um changed me in different ways but also, um, for example, I was super depressed. I didn't want to leave when I was a teenager. I lived with a lot of depression um, because of that relationship with my body. But also, like, was one, one time I feel that everybody has, like, that moment that would say, okay, I don't want to live like this anymore, no? And that was like the moment that I started like to a transformational coaching process that I lead. And that was like, okay, no, and from connecting with my body and I just start to heal, no, through that process and with a lot of things, because I don't think that the healing is like, okay, that this workshops and I am ready. No, I, I've always said that that's why like the moment that I start my journey, like a different journey, no? Mm -hmm. and, and also from my body, because I start to connect with my body, and also my body that was like the place of shame, the place, the place that I, I was really hard with my body, and I damaged my body. Also, my body was the place when, 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 I, when I connect with it, I start to feel free. 
I start to to connect to to also to my beauty, no? Because as you said, um, there's a lot of um, media, the society, and a lot of labels that we have as women, as women, and also was like learning in the process to to see, okay. I can be beauty, I can be beautiful also, this is beautiful also now. Mm -hmm. And also the support of the people that, that was there, because there were like, I remember this moment that I saw, um, I was like in a transformational coaching program, and I saw all the people, like most of the people of the group were like, really see me as a beautiful person, was a powerful person, and I said, oh my God, how you can see me like that and I can see myself like that, no? So, um, and I feel that from there, like um, going, working, going deeply, but also healing, healing, healing. I felt that now I have like, a, I feel like all the, all the disciplines or the things that I have like um, in my journey, Help me like connecting with me, empowering, accepting myself, and from there, um, I continue healing because I don't think it's like something that okay, I stop now. There are all there are like those events were super difficult for me and were in, in some times, but then you grow, and of course, that you have different events and new, <laughs> new, new doors that open, and there oh my god there are more there are more yeah. and and yes and I felt that those events uh, also build the Jimena that is right now the Jimena that can connect with what's up what is the suffering of a lot of women with their bodies how it's like to live in shame how is that um, that they maybe um, don't want to live anymore because they are like seeing themselves with those eyes no yeah. So I think that those events were super difficult, but also build um, the person that I am right now and that I can connect right now. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I knew a little bit about this because I think when we met at some point, you, and you have shared this very openly as well. But thank you because there is so many things that I feel it's important to recognize in you and in a woman who is so strong, so empowered, and also a perfect example for a lot of other people, men or women, because men also go through struggles like that. But in general, how to really find that moment and um, or whatever, how many moments, any kind of experiences and then start doing the work. And, and, and oh my goodness, like, like you said, it happened a few times and you held it for so long and not saying, and imagine how many other women is going or have gone through something like that. And maybe up until now, they're like, oh my gosh, I've been holding this for decades. And then to hear that somebody else, basically they can relate and they can see themselves in your shoes and then see you, how powerful you are now, how you're using your, you use some of the, what you had to learn and rescue out of those events and use it for your own benefit. And it's the kind of work that you're doing now for yourself and other people. And there's one thing that you said that I think is very important. And that is when you describe that moment, I think you were doing the transformational coaching and, um, 
and of course, when we go through our struggles, we don't see how other people see us. Everybody could, and the same for me, people will say, oh my gosh, you are so confident. You're so into what you do. And, uh, and yeah, they, they can see everything on the surface, but they don't know exactly what is going on underneath it all. And then not only that, but like you said, sometimes we probably are already transforming and embodying that butterfly, you know, like that transformed <laughs> body and in, in everything. But we still, there's still some little things that we have to do because we don't see it just yet. And I think that's also important for women to realize. And this is what I always speak about. Get together with other people, form a community, open up, share your story. Let's Honestly, once and for all, eliminate shame, judgment from one another, as well as internal judgment, because we always do judge ourselves. So once we start little by little doing those kind of works and opening up more, we will find that we are not alone. And this is the whole thing of why I'm doing this podcast as well. My thing is not having people not feeling lonely in their own healing path. And so I really appreciate that you came and you shared that with us because I feel it's something that can help and resonate with a lot of people. And um, it's, it is very powerful for sure. Thank you. And also what you said, for example, the hiding, no? We are like hiding and we sometimes, uh, I felt that my story is terrible, no? My story is like the worst story of my life but I am not able in that moment to see that other people is also suffering mm -hmm. and other people is also, um, uh, yeah, has like living different struggles. And when I am in community, as you said, I said, Oh my God, that happened to her and that I can relate with that. Mm -hmm. So, and that it's when, when we are like vulnerable, sometimes as we were talking before, Sometimes it's difficult not to go again to your story, to go into your story. But sometimes we connect and say, oh my God, there are like a lot of women or men, you said also, that has those stories. And from our vulnerability, we connect and we also resonate with the other. And we know, okay, as we said, um, we're stronger together. Yeah. Definitely. And, and again, I feel also it's, we are so much stronger together, lifting each other up. And, and in a sense, I, and I'm starting to see it, the, the, that we are becoming so open that we eventually are going to stop judging, you know, because I remember for sure before I'll be, if I look at someone on TV or anybody right away as women were like, Oh, what does she have that I don't have? you know, or like, oh, she, she's skinnier than me, or maybe, oh, she's not, she's heavier than me. Okay, I'm good, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my God, no. And once you start learning, and that's what I always say, guys, really going through our own experiences and learning about that, loving ourselves more, because really the work always will start with us. And once that happens, then we don't realize that actually, oh my gosh, now I don't judge people, you know, like before, or no. I'm seeing other people the same as how I see myself kind of thing. But, um, but anyway, so it's, it's very powerful. And I hope that people, um, can understand that opening up and, and start speaking their stories. And yeah, it's a little difficult at first. It happens to all of us, but at the end of the day, it's really owning your voice is what brings back your, your power, your, that fire within. And then, you know, things will unfold how we want to live life. 
So, so thank you. Thank you so much, Jimena. And I, I really appreciate everything that you've shared about the kind of work that you do, your experience, your wisdom, your beauty. And um, <laughs> so tell us how can people find you? Because I believe that a lot of the things that you do, because it's all body related. So you have videos, <laughs> you show up in social media to share um, the work that you do as well as uh, how people maybe can be in touch with you and work with you further than uh, just seeing you online. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And well, uh, I have like a community on Facebook that is self-love through movement. That is a bilingual community for Spanish and in English. That's amazing. And also, <laughs> and also if you don't use Facebook because there are people that are not using Facebook and I also um, you can find me also on Instagram or TikTok <laughs> lately as Jimena the Body Love Coach and every social media is like Jimena the Body Love Coach but the, my community is for women and I is as in Facebook it is self-love through movement wow okay good so easy Oh, and I'll put the links at the bottom of the show notes, but basically it's Jimena, the body love coach and, yes. uh, and easy to remember because probably that's what we will be looking for <laughs> loving our bodies even more. <laughs> Thank you so much. So guys go and follow Jimena and especially because a lot of the things that's, that's another thing that I love about you is that if I was going to look for something like this and if you see, because now everybody's on social media and when you see coaches doing yoga or doing some sort of body movement, a lot of it is kind of like scripted in a sense, even though there's not talking, but movement, right? <laughs> but what you do is very, it really feels that it comes out of you because that's, that's really how you are embodying yourself in this process of movement and going through your emotions and, um, and also because a lot of the things that I've been up and down like doing is really loving myself even more and then loving my body, how it is, loving my scars. And so it makes me appreciate when I see somebody who as well, you know, maybe that we don't have the same experience in that sense, but then also loving mm -hmm. your body the way you are. And, and another thing, the more we gather together, really we start realizing this is the normal. This is how it's always should have been, you know? Yes. And also for example, it's important that it's a journey, no? Yeah. And sometimes it's like, okay, I want to love my body from this weekend. No, it's like a journey. It's like one day at a time. Today I'm going to do something to connect with me, to connect with my body, to recognize, um, the relationship that I have today with my body. And it's like, okay, one step at a time, one wow. step at a time with compassion. Wow, thank you so much. And guys, go follow Jimena in all the social media outlets. And uh, and I, I would love to have you again in the future and see how else is going on. <laughs> and hopefully we get to meet again in person when I go to Peru or you come up here. Which, by the way, guys, she also comes to the U.S. for some time for some trainings. And maybe she will have whatever she's landing um, in-person um, events. By the way, um, tune in with her in social media because I believe also maybe we forgot to mention she will uh, soon will have like online because everything is going online. She will have online yoga classes. So that's also yep. another good option to start move, moving and, mm -hmm. and connecting to the body from the comfort of your home. So do that, connect with her and see what she's offering for her online yoga classes. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Wendy.